Hello, 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 and thank you for tuning in to another episode of Saturdays with Sean. Today I want to talk about I have some regrets, of course, um, because she's not here, um, but she may have had some, I'm thinking now that perhaps she had bipolar disorder because I do know that there were times when she was really hot, like she was very talented, but she just, you could tell that there was some depression there sometimes, but majority of the time she just appeared to be on top of the world as happy as can be so full of life so fun just super sweet our encounters were always pleasant positive sweet good funny fun we always had a great encounter I never once had a negative encounter with her but our relationship wasn't close and it wasn't a long relationship um it hasn't even been quite a year yet that I met her but she had accomplished so much in just a couple of months. She had started a business that became extremely successful in like 30 days or less. Um, everywhere, all over television, it's like she was getting national recognition for what she was doing. She had a great concept, a great idea, and her business field gapped and fulfilled a need that no other business did and um, I don't know what's going to become of that because it was absolutely a great idea and definitely needed and so successful just great and um, but what it makes me think about is I um, had a tragedy in my family um not long ago you know recently and you know it was difficult and people were saying hey I'm praying for you and you know hope all goes well um and then one person left a message and said I know you'll be fine because you're always positive and you're you're strong you know I have like many black women have grown to resent that statement strong black woman 
because when people say that, they say that to minimize what we are going through. They say that to minimize the trauma, the hurt that we have. And they say that to negate um, rescuing or helping us. They say that to leave us out, hanging out there to figure it out on our own and by ourselves. They say that to say that we don't need anybody's help. We don't need their support and we don't need them to come to our rescue and aid. Meanwhile, they go to the other races, the women in other races and provide those things for them. And the ironic thing, the weird thing is that we are the ones, black women, who are supporting the black men who are coming to their aid, their rescue, um, praying for them, standing up for them. You know, the whole Black Lives Matters thing, that's, that's women saying, stop killing our sons, stop killing our husbands, stop killing our fathers. And... <laughs> Even Angie Stone has written a song about the Black Brothers, but no Black man has cared to say the same or stand up or speak up or speak out for the Black woman. That's a tragedy. And so I wondered how many people looked on her outside um, demeanor and the Facebook pages with which I admit she was always very entertaining. I always look forward to seeing her Facebook posts because they were always funny, enlightening, entertaining. And I was like, this girl is amazing. Like I never once thought anything other than the fact that, wow, she is so funny. She is so fun. And we, I always would comment, you know, letting her know how her post had made my day because it would, sometimes it would be those type of days and just looking at or reading her post would lighten the mood. It would make me laugh. Um, and so I look forward to her post. But I did not know what she was going through because it seems as if she was super busy and so successful. And I'm quite upset about all of these posts of people who she didn't post on her page doing things with, you know? So basically, they're saying that they're friends with her, but there's no moments or memories that she shared with them. So what kind of friendship was that? Um... You're friends with her now that she's gone. But you were not friends with her when she was here. Otherwise, you would have been a part of her post on her pages. Is what I'm thinking. And so, I wrote a poem about, you say I'm your friend. And I just had a couple of things in there. Like, you say I'm your friend, but you don't call me. You say I'm your friend, but you don't spend time with me. You say you're my friend, but I don't hear from you. And you can find that poem on Saturdays with Sean on Facebook. Um, but it's 
heartbreaking because people often um, push people aside and they do the bare minimum. The minimum, minimum. Um, and then say that they're a friend. Um, I think we need to change that. Um, I will never forget the time when I had a friend who was going through something and we live in two different states so we talk on the phone but it was something in it was something that she posted that didn't set well with me and so I called and I called and I called and I called finally I got her but I think I had to call her mom and her sisters (laughs) And she's like, why are you calling everybody? It's like, because I'm, I need to talk to you. You, your post concern me. It's something doesn't look right. And there was something in her voice that didn't sound right. So I put in my time for PTO. Found me a flight. I couldn't find one that was reasonably priced. So I had to pay an arm for it. <laughs> Um, and I went there and, um, she was very much fragile and I'm glad that I went there because when I left, uh, when I got there, she was in one state of mind. Her behavior was, was, was in one way, but by the time I left, I stayed until I saw a change. And when I left, about two weeks later, she told me about her plans and that she was going to take her own life. But then I showed up out of nowhere. And I, at that moment, the cost of that flight meant nothing because being there for my friend to deter her from taking her life meant that it was worth every cent. So what I want to say to you is this. People are so fragile these days. Don't just take for granted that you'll have tomorrow or more time Don't just take for granted because their Facebook posts, their social media posts seem as if they're having the time of their life, that they're happy. Connect with them. And if they post something that seems a little eerie, bizarre, or concerning, follow up. Follow up with them. Call them. And if they don't sound right, Go to them face to face. I have another friend who, if I don't sound right, she lives in a different state. She'll say, she'll call me on Messenger and say, pick up, I need to see your face. And she doesn't care when I say I'm not dressed or I don't have my hair done. She doesn't care. She's like, I need to see your face. And I truly appreciate that. So... Word to the wise, food for thought. 
Don't just take for granted that someone's Facebook post means that they're doing okay. If it seems a little off, um, and someone pointed out when you start quoting um, Robin Williams, that's that's a warning sign. I didn't realize that. And that's what this lady did before she took her own life. She talked about being in a room full of people, but still feeling alone. And she also left a song she was singing, um, I'll Be Loving You Always. I think that was like the last post that I saw from her. And I just was, I was just thinking, hey, that was, that's a song by Stevie Wonder. But that was her last sign off. That I'll be loving you always. And she didn't see a reason to keep living. So please, make sure that you are the reason that someone else keeps living. You just don't know what people's mindsets what they're going through and how they feel. And when someone feels alone and they feel hopeless and they feel like no one cares, they will give up. And they will not give tomorrow the opportunity to change how they feel today. This lady had so many laughs, so many good times. Making history and leaving a legacy. She made so many people smile and so many people laugh. Made so many people feel good. And she did everything that I'm sure she wanted someone else to do for her. I can understand that. I get it. So please don't take for granted Because someone's always smiling that you think they're good. Don't just brush it off as you're strong. You'll get through this. Be there for that person. If you call them your friend, if you say you care about them, if you want to see them again the next day, be a part of their life and not waiting to be a part of their funeral. I love you for for listening. Cyber kisses and virtual hugs. Make sure that you open up your heart and your mind to receive the blessings from the crown of your head to the soles of your feet. And when you're filled to the top, don't let that blessing spill over. Bless somebody else. As always, you can contact me or speak with me, chit-chat with me, connect with me on Tyler's Wishon on Facebook. That's also where you'll find that poem or right here on this platform. Until the next time, show your friend you are a friend by being a friend.